0: Hey y'all, Ohio Crime Mom here, and before we start, welcome to Mama Ween. For the month of October, we will do a true crime Halloween or spooky case every week. Also, the week of the 16th, I will be announcing another giveaway on my Facebook group, along with dropping my merch line, so make sure you are joining the Facebook group. Also, we're doing something a little different this week. I'm actually recording inside of my house instead of on my front porch, so we'll see how that goes. So now let's get into the first case of Mama Ween. In June of 2009, a new urban legend took over the internet thanks to a thing called Creepypasta. What started off as a photo shoot contest, Photoshop—sorry, not photo shoot—soon <laughs> turned into a huge sensation on the internet. Slenderman is described as a tall, thin man with featureless head and face who is always wearing a black suit. Slenderman was overly popular, having many movies and video games made about him. One thing people were doing was making videos about Slenderman sightings, and according to the story of Slenderman, he doesn't do the killings himself. He will call you out, and you must do it, and then you will have a place in his mansion. In May of 2014, two 12-year-old girls, Anissa Weir and Morgan Geyser would say they were told by Slenderman to stab another 12-year-old named Peyton Lutner 19 times. Peyton Lutner and Morgan Geyser had met in kindergarten and stayed friends up until the sixth grade. In sixth grade, Peyton started to pull away from Morgan as they became interested in different things. Morgan became friends with the new girl, Anissa Weir. Anissa soon introduced Morgan to the world of creepypasta and Slenderman. According to Peyton, Morgan was obsessed with Slenderman. Peyton claimed that May- Morgan would send her emails with articles and videos. And Morgan had even told Peyton that Slenderman was stalking her and watching her through her windows at night. When Peyton became so scared that she told her mother about it, Peyton's mom researched Slenderman and told Peyton the truth behind it. But she was still unsure because Morgan and Anisa claimed to see him when no one else could. As Morgan and Anissa grew closer, Peyton grew further away. Peyton claimed that the girls were mean to her, especially Anissa. Anissa called Peyton names and had even physically assaulted her a couple of times. But Anissa was only mean to Peyton when Morgan was around. So now a little backstory on Morgan and Anissa. Anissa had just moved to the middle moved to the middle school due to her parents divorcing, and Morgan was outcasted, but because she wanted to be. According to Morgan's mother, she had no empathy. When Morgan was very young, her and her mother were watching Bambi, and Morgan's mother was afraid of how Morgan would react when Bambi's mom was shot. When the part came on, all Morgan did was yell at Bambi to run away and save himself. Morgan and Anissa were so close due to a shared bond of loneliness. According to Anissa and Morgan, Slenderman lived in a mansion located in Nicola State Park in Wisconsin. They believed that if they proved themselves to Slenderman, they would become his proxies and live with him in his mansion. The only way in their minds to do this and to prove their loyalty was to murder Peyton. Anissa and Morgan planned the attack for months in advance. Morgan informed Anissa that her parents allowed her two friends to sleep over on her birthday, and this would be the perfect time for their plan. The girls exchanged emails corresponding all day long. They even had came up with a code for the emails so no woman knew what they were talking about. Morgan called Anissa Scorpion due to her aggressive nature, and Anissa called Morgan Kitty due to her having four cats and acting cat-like. The events of May 29th and May 30th, 2014 all come from the accounts of Morgan, Anissa, and Peyton. On Friday, May 29th, after school, Morgan and Anissa went to Anissa's to prepare her bag with a change of clothing, water bottles, granola bars, for their long journey to Slenderman's Mansion. After this, Morgan's dad took her and Anissa to pick up Peyton and they headed to Skate World. They skated and had pizza and then returned to Morgan's where they played in the basement before heading to bed. Morgan and Anissa's original plan was to kill Peyton while she slept. Anissa said it would be easier this way because she wouldn't have to look into her eyes. They were then going to get their bags and just head to Sunderman's Mansion in the Wisconsin woods. Morgan changed her mind last minute though saying she wanted to give Peyton one last morning. So on Saturday, May 30th, 2014, Morgan and Anisa woke up before Peyton. When Peyton woke up and went downstairs, she was taken back when Anisa asked her, "What would you do if someone walked up to you and started stabbing you?" Peyton just thought that this was Anisa being weird, not that this would be foreshadowing for her. Morgan's mom woke up and gave the girls strawberries and donuts for breakfast. The girls then asked to go to the park and play, and Morgan's mom told them yes. So they set off to the park. On the walk to the park, Peyton walked up ahead and Morgan opened her coat and showed Anissa a five-inch kitchen knife that she had stolen from her home. When they got to the park, they played for a little while before Morgan told Peyton she wanted to show her some graffiti in one of the bathroom stalls. Morgan then guided Peyton towards the bathrooms. When the girls got into the bathroom, Morgan and Anissa locked Peyton in a stall. Anissa then told Peyton to sit down and go to sleep. Peyton sat down but said she wasn't tired and didn't want to go to sleep. Morgan began second-guessing again and told Anissa that she was squeamish and she would have to do it. Morgan then began crying and saying she was scared and couldn't do it. Anissa says that she then hugged and petted Morgan to calm her down. Morgan and Anissa kept telling Peyton to go to sleep, but Peyton kept saying no. Finally, Anissa fed up hit peyton in the face causing her to hit her head on the wall but she was still conscious by this point all three girls were super upset and because of this they left the bathroom and went for a walk morgan told peyton they were going to play hide and seek and bird watch peyton and anisa were the first to hide anisa ran with peyton deep into the woods when morgan found anisa she told her she still couldn't do it and handed anisa the knife Anissa then handed Morgan back the knife, and Morgan told Anissa she wasn't going to do it until she told her to. Anissa said she walked about five feet away and then told Morgan, Go ballistic. Morgan then crept slowly towards Peyton with the knife and told her, Don't be scared. I'm just a little kitty. She then pounced on Peyton, knocking them both to the ground. Morgan then told Peyton sorry before stabbing her 19 times. Morgan and Anissa then watched Peyton stand up and try to make it to the road. Anissa then took Peyton by her shoulders and steered her away from the road saying, just lay down and be quiet. We're going to get help. Anissa and Morgan were not going to get help though. They instead took off towards Sunderman's mansion. Morgan said that Peyton told her, I trusted you. I hate you. She then whispered that she couldn't breathe as the girls took off on their journey to Wisconsin. Peyton then somehow drew the strength and crawled towards the road to get help. Peyton was found by a cyclist named Gary Steinberg, who by luck ignored a sign saying the dirt bike path or the bike path was closed. Steinberg then called 911 and stayed with Peyton until the paramedics would arrive. Peyton was then rushed to the hospital and put into immediate surgery. On the way to the hospital, Peyton wrote down her answers for the police and let them know that it was Morgan and Anisa who attacked her. Peyton's stab wounds had punctured her liver, her pancreas, her stomach, and her heart. The stab wound to her heart left it one millimeter away from her dying. Morgan and Anisa were taken into custody at two twenty four PM. They were separated separated Oh I sound said that just sounded weird. They were separated and interviewed. Morgan was interviewed by Detective Thomas Casey. When Detective Casey asked Morgan how she felt, she would say that she felt nothing and that it was necessary to be done. When Morgan spoke, it was emotionless and even. A quote from Morgan. I am here because we were careless. I know that this would happen. I knew that we would get in trouble. End quote. Morgan showed no emotion and even sang when Detective Casey wasn't in the room. She then told Casey that Slender Man read her thoughts and that he had gave her the slender sickness from his radiation. Anisa was interviewed by Michelle Tresoni. Anisa said that about Morgan, quote, "She can be a little jumpy and forget when she's, what she's saying in the middle of a sentence a lot. She says she hears voices. I just wanted to tell you End quote." Anisa says that Morgan had told her that they had to kill Peyton and Morgan had came up with the idea in December of 2013. When Anissa was asked if Morgan was completely to blame, she said, no, I don't think so. She didn't believe any of this would have happened had she not told Morgan about the Slenderman. At this point, the girls thought that Peyton was dead and Peyton had already told the police that Morgan had been the one to stab her 19 times. The girls were arrested and placed in jail awaiting trial. When police began investigating, they found the girls' emails, and in the emails, there was proof that Morgan really was seeing things. They also found extremely creepy and morbid drawings in Morgan's notebook. Morgan and Anissa were tried separately as adults, and were charged with attempted first-degree homicide. They both pled not guilty due to mental disease or defect. But days before Anissa's trial was set to begin, she took a plea deal where she pled guilty to intentional attempted second-degree homicide, but she would still go to trial to determine whether she would be sentenced to prison or a mental hospital. While awaiting trial, Morgan was found to have schizophrenia and oppositional defiance disorder. In 2017, Anissa was sentenced to 25 years in a mental hospital, and Morgan was sentenced to a mental hospital as well, but for 40 years. And that is the end of the first episode of Mama Ween. We have a new small business spotlight this week, and that is the Daisy Chic Bow the owner, Ashley Burton, is one of the sweetest girls oh, ever oh. and makes the cutest bows, from piggies to huge head wraps to newborn bows to head her adult headbands and masks. She can make it all. My daughter has quite a few of her bows, and I also have a, head, a few head wraps and a mask from her. So be sure to check out her Facebook because she gets some of the cutest prints in that I have ever seen. Also, as a reminder, I will be going live tonight, Saturday, October 3rd. Um, on the Facebook group which is Ohio Crime Mom. Also be sure to be checking out the email and I want to thank you all really quickly for hitting over 600 listens on the podcast. Thank you so much for all your support and listening to me every single week. Until next time, it's been Ohio Crime Mom.